So it's coming to the end of the year and the beginning of a new one. Or it's coming to the end of a quarter and you're just about to start a new quarter. It's a fine time to take a look at what has happened in the recent months or even the recent year. Break that down. Figure out how you can use the good stuff and leave the bad stuff behind. And it is this exact technique that I've learned to expand upon recently through some trainings of a good advisor of mine. And I want to share those with you today. Uh, it's a good time of year, being the first part of a new year after a kind of a difficult year for most of us. So this is the Master Private Label Podcast. I welcome you. I'm Patrick Kincaid. Let's get to it. So there I was sitting in late November. I actually had gotten a new planning system and some new journals. I was filling out my life planning, uh, first looking at my goals, looking ahead. So I went ahead and just set them up for the coming year, right, for 2021. So I got started a little bit early on this in November. Uh, but typically everybody at the, end of, uh, at the end of whatever year they're in, we always look to the next year and, and historically we've all decided on some new year's resolutions i'm going to do these five things and starting january 1 at you know 10 30 a.m when you finally wake up after being out late <laughs> bringing in the new year you start trying to hammer out your resolutions of losing weight making more money you know whatever these general resolutions we make are and for most of us in fact the most successful resolution keepers i have met they do the same resolution every year and they do it for a month and they've been able to be the elite who can actually make it happen. But that's just because they repeat it every year, January, the month of January, I'm not gonna drink. And they make it happen. For the rest of us who have any number of random resolutions we make, we last about four days, right? Maybe a week, maybe two. And then where are you left with the next rest of the year? Like, looking back, I remember setting resolutions, and once they fizzled out, and it's mid-January or mid-February or whenever I actually stopped carrying out the resolutions, I don't revisit that again until the next December, January. And the rest of my year is just this frenzy of wallowing in the mud, pretty much. I have to take on various organizational tactics. I revisit new ones. I try out new ones throughout the months. And that whole endeavor of the end of the year, first of the year resolution was virtually all for naught in the past. And so I'm going to lay out a new way to think about things. And you could do this at any time of the year. Uh, I like to do it every quarter. I do a full year one. Uh, full year breakdown of the past year and the coming year but then I check back in when I'm planning my weeks and especially at the uh, end of a month and the end of a quarter and so that, therefore I can make sure I get my next month laid out and my next quarter. I once worked for a guy when I was about 21 I got this job that I was very underqualified to work um, but I knew I could learn how to do anything at that point you know I was young and full of confidence and it was working in these live TV studios and we were kind of a cutting edge company we were bringing live TV 
uh, interactions with experts, bringing them into the studios, and then we had our clients were school districts who would pay for our services and we would set up individual private T1 lines to schools, and this was back in like the early 90s, and they would have their direct uh, network connection with our studios and we would feed them any kind of talent that they wanted to bring in and have presented to their class. I mean, we were doing two-way video, like Zoom-style stuff in the early 90s. We were pulling it off. So, needless to say, I was there for about a year and the owner of the company, I showed up to work one day and they were handing out Viacom Entertainment Paramount Pictures shirts. And I'm like, what's this all about? Oh, well, we were bought up by Viacom. We were bought up by a division of Viacom, Simon and Schuster, Schuster, and also Paramount simultaneously bought us out. Both of those, which are Viacom Entertainment companies, and if you've probably heard of Viacom, anyhow. So I had a show the coming week where I met. Uh, quite often, I would have to be the guy who showed up at 4 a.m. to do a show for the uh, East Coast, uh, and this was in Phoenix where our studios were and so my show that morning was with the owner and Gail was his name and he was a, a, a PhD and uh, mostly he was a very successful entrepreneur so um, he had just sold this company and he'd sold it for who knows how much but was being paid a couple million to stay on for uh, for a year during the transition and I asked him point blank if you were to tell any young person right now any piece of advice to help them with the rest of their life, what would it be? What's your secret to life? He looked me in the eye and says, well, that's easy. You always need to be looking ahead one year, one month, and one week. And if you align everything that you do each and every day with that plan, then you're golden. And my I add, it's always important to assess how things go after you carry out whatever plan you had. You need to look back on what worked and what didn't work, and you need to assess that, and you need to write that down in specifically for each item, for each project, for each result you were going after. You need to analyze how it went, looking back on it. So... This totally applies to this new way that I'm going to put out here for you that I learned from Dean Graziosi recently, that he learned from Tony Robbins. You know, we're all sharing, we're all a big mastermind, I say, and we're all sharing each other's information and techniques, so we don't have to reinvent the wheel. And this one has worked ingeniously for me. I ran it through my kids, uh, you know, from six years old on up to 20 years old. Help them out recently by thinking about our past year, and I did it myself in November in a little way and carried it on in uh, just about uh, the end of December as well. Um, so here we go. Step one, go through your phone and look at this past year, and you can go into each month and pick one or two or three images that stick out as memories for you. Try to keep them positive memories. There is good in all of our months if we look for it. And I guarantee you that you can find some some images in your phone that really will portray this. And I turned mine into a slideshow 
that I get to look back on. I get to share with my family recently, and um, included such things as um, in January I had a picture of me and my son at a park. We were bundled up for winter, but we were all out at the park. There was a lot of kids. Nobody wearing masks because it was January, and we were having a ball. Right. Fast forward to April, and I had pictures of just me and my son and my wife hiking on a new trail we'd never been on because COVID drove us back into our houses and the only way that we could get out in my family and one thing we did really well this last year and we are so appreciative to being able to been blessed to do it is rather than stay confined to our home unnecessarily all the time we did as much as we needed to we decided early on we could go out and get outdoors away from everybody and have that outside time I've been craving for a couple years. We hadn't got enough of it. You know, I, I, I grew up spending a lot of time outside and I need want that for my son. So, and I want that for my family and I want it for my own life and well-being. So my picture from April was us being one of the only families out and about in the world in early April having a wonderful time. So I have like 36 pictures from my year. I have those put into a slideshow. And what I'm doing by pulling those pictures up and picking them from each month is I am making memories with positive emotion attached to them to carry into my new year, to carry into the forward of my life, to carry forward my life. Okay, so that's step, that's step one. Step two, look back on the past year and make note of all the things that you learned about yourself or that went right. Step three, look back on the past year and make note of failures that you may have experienced or when things went totally sideways. Make note of those. Uh, it could be anything. Um, I, you know, I slipped into deep depression because I didn't have anybody to reach out to for, for the month of June. Uh, I completely blew my business because I... I I was forced to from COVID. Uh, I lost all my clients and I was dumbfounded and didn't pivot, didn't find a new thing to do, didn't, you know, couldn't, couldn't transform that into a new way of doing things. And I was just like a lot of the people in this country and this world. I was struck by circumstances that I could not avoid. Um, write down the detail of whatever that event, whatever that failure, whatever that sideways event uh, is, write that down. Okay. Step four, take a look at that list of the failures and determine what you could learn from that. What positive spin, what golden nugget of learning could you pull from that negative experience, from that failure? What could you have learned and changed, and maybe you did learn and change it, from that that you could pull forward and use it in your arsenal of tools and tactics and strategies in the future. Okay, make that list. Step five. Now I want you to look at the, the year to come and look, put yourself at the end of December of whatever the next year is or whatever the next quarter is. What do you want your friends and family to be saying about who you are? 
Who do you want to become? And I'm not asking you to go and try to be somebody else. But what parts of you that you know that you strive for and that are your dream life, your dream lifestyle, your dream accomplishments, your dream ways of living and interacting and loving and what are you driving? What are you wearing? You know, what do you want in the in the most ideal situation? Your friends, family, and those people, if you were to die at the end of this year coming up or the end of this month or quarter, what would you want your friends and family to be saying about who you are, who you had become at that point? Write that down, okay? Now, step six, here it comes. Now I want you to write down who you do not want to become. Write down who you do not want to become. Now that you've got those two lists, I want you to go to the to the list of, of where you wrote down who you want to become and put a column next to all those items and attach a word that describes the emotion that you will feel as you become whatever that is on the list. So for instance, uh, one year from now, I want my friends and family to be looking at me and seeing a man who spends more focus and energy on his children than he does on his work. That's what I want my friends and family to see for me primarily. I want to be the best dad I can possibly be Yes, I need to succeed in business. I need to succeed in my other relationships. I need to succeed in my health and all those other things I want on the list as well. But the number one thing is to be an attentive, focused dad when I'm with my kids, to be present and to be helping them. Let's face it, my job as a parent is to help them be prepared for the problems that they'll face as they move away from, you know, their us parents someday. So I want to really be seen as someone who has fun with their kids, who teaches their kids, and who learns along with their kids, but most of all just gives his time and energy and present focus to his kids more than may have historically been done by a lot of dads in our past here in human society. That's my number one thing I want to become. And the emotion that I will feel at that point if I am that guy one year from now. I wrote down exuberant joy and accomplishment. I will feel exuberant joy and I will feel very accomplished because that's my number one goal is that being the best dad I can be. I went on and had a whole other list of things like I threw out there, you know, better health. I want to be, I want to be more cut muscularly and I want to not get winded when I'm climbing up the hill that we hike hike on around my house and what emotion do I have attached to that as that happens in the next year at the end of that I will feel courage because I know for myself it takes courage number one for me to get up four days a week or six days a week or whatever I end up working out on my plan for my health this year and to get up and to exercise despite not thinking I have the time to or, you know, you all know how it is exercising. It's a struggle. For anybody who does it, for anybody who doesn't do it, it's a struggle no matter what. So 
I will feel courage having got that done. And lastly, finally we get to it, I want you to set your goals for the coming year. Now, most people start out with their goals, but I'm saying end with your goals because until you've looked at what has happened, what you can learn from, everything that's happened, how are you going to know where you want to go and how you're going to get there if you don't know what's worked for you and what is, you know, what, who you want to become? Until you look at those things, you really can't set goals and move forward accordingly. So that's why goals, setting the goals comes last. Whereas with setting resolutions, it's kind of the only thing you do is to set some goals slash resolutions. In this case, do it last. Do those other exercises and figure out what gold you can pull from the poop. What gold you can pull from your past year, your past month, or your past quarter. What strategies you know that you can use to accomplish goals. Perhaps you've learned some new things about yourself. And those will define your goal that you're setting for the next year. Maybe you want to move into a new line of work. Maybe you want to leave your job after years and years because this last year while being forced to stay at home, you learned that you had a knack for, you know, teaching others uh, within your family on your weekly family Zoom calls. Maybe you started, you know, maybe you started pulling up quirky political or quirky historical facts and sharing them with your family every week during your Zoom calls. And from that, you really enjoyed the teaching. You really enjoyed the the uh, the creating of little mini courses, for instance, and you want to actually be an influencer in the world and you want to make that your business. Maybe you want to be a coach. Maybe you learned that, you know, you're in tech, but you got sent home to work from home and in the process, you ended up having to take care of your kids and take care of their schooling a lot more than you ever thought you were. And you learned that, that you are really enjoy teaching your kids, maybe other kids, and perhaps you're going to go back to school this next year to, to become to to get your teaching credentials. Whatever the case may be, by looking back on that past year, and pulling the gold from the poop, by looking at just the standalone um, good things that happened, and seeing what you learned about yourself in the last year, it really can drive what your goals are going to be for the coming year. It really, really, you know, takes an honest sit down. And I spent. Uh, about four hours in November sitting down and really hammering this out and then I revisited it for a couple hours alone and then another hour or two with my wife um, just at the very end of the year um, a month a month after the first sit down Um, so that's in summary a great way to work on transitioning from one period of time into the next without taking any negativity with you with setting yourself up to have the best chances to meet your goals coming up and carry on into a new, courageous, well-thought-out and really, really have a year or a month or a quarter that's right for you. That's right for you. Thank you for joining me on Master Private Label Podcast. As always, please visit masterprivatelabel.com if you want to learn any more about what we do or if you want to get some training on becoming an Amazon seller or uh, enhancing your current Amazon business. We welcome you into our world. We thank you for tuning in. And as always, I charge you to keep on moving on and move onward and upward. Take care.